0: Makak Paca a monté piezak de fois. me no mm -mm. no that is bad that is wrong and I am sorry um hello 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 bonjour my people my beautiful people I hope y'all doing well I promise I won't do that again (laughs) I'm lying I'll do it again uh and I apologize in advance I'm just not I'm just not a good singer (laughs) Um, and that's a way of, a really nice way of saying that I'm actually super bad. Sorry. But anyway, how are you doing? Over here, I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm, I have this pain in my knee. It was almost nothing at first. And because I'm, I have a lot of stuff to organize. So I've been going up and down the stairs, like, a lot. 'Cause I had boxes and like a whole bunch of a whole bunch of stuff. And the pain became intense. So I don't know. I'm gonna have to get that checked. I'm not seeing anything swollen. Um I did not like hit anything. Nothing fell on my leg. I I don't know. I don't know. I'll I'll just have to um get that checked. But anyway, other than that, you know, things are all right. Um, I'm actually, um, I actually hesitated because I I didn't, I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about, and to be honest, I still haven't 100% decided, (laughs) although I'm already recording the intro. Um, But yeah, I think... This episode is going to be a short one, and um, I'm not lying this time. Um, <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so maybe I'll start with some updates. So instead of an update, I'm really trying to hear what y'all have to say, because um, I want some advice. So here, here's the thing. I live in a house with someone who has a completely different rhythm than I do. And by rhythm, I mean that um, I like to be active at night or in the evening. Although I also really like um, that early morning energy. But yeah, it's really the quietness. It's really the fact that the phone doesn't ring. It's the fact that you get to... um, yeah be in this zone, in this space where, um, where it's just you and the night sort of like it's like shelter in a way. I don't know, it's a, it's a, it's, there's an intimacy that comes with, with um, nighttime that's um, unparalleled. But anyway I, I digress. Um, so yeah we have these completely different rhythms and um, and that messes up my creativity, like for years now, it's been messing up my, my work and my creativity because I love, um, in addition to um, enjoying working at night, I also, um, like when I am working on something, I like to let it flow. I like to just be in it, dive in it. And if I can't eat right now, then I don't eat right now. Um, because I have to be to stay in that zone. And I can be like, okay, you have to be in the zone from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. Like that's not that's not feasible. That's not making any type of sense. So I I'm trying to find ways to organize my days in order to find that type of compromise. Because I can't be, I can't be stifling my, um, my creativity. I can't be, um, because I'm, because then I'm not going anywhere, (laughs) right? I'm not writing. I'm not doing the things that I know I love and that are important to me. And, and that I believe I'm here for. Um, like, okay, I can sit and and maybe study because um, I'm also a trained herbalist. Um, and I, like, I, I still, not still, I mean forever, I'll be doing classes and things like that. And right now I am um, on fermented foods and what they do for the gut and everything, uh, but also um, how to make them, because <laughs> that's super important. Anyway, um, see, ADHD brain, um, undiagnosed. L- let me say that too. But anyway, so while I, I can study, right, that- that's-, that's fine. And even that is not necessarily um, always easy. But when it comes to the creativity, it is much more complicated. So I'd love to know what y'all are doing. Um, in that space, like, how do you, it it either, whether it's because, um, you have a partner at home that has a completely different rhythm from your own or, or simply because you have, um, a day job or whatever, you know, whatever that's keeping you, um, whatever that's breaking time away from, um, or interrupting your day, really. As a creative, I'd love to know what you have to say. You know what? I'll still try to give you, you know, a little bit of an update. Um, like these past few days, I've been diving into research for, um, I mean, concerning trans folks and black trans folks in particular. Because um, I want to, you know, I want to update my, um, like the data, I know that um, lived experiences are extremely important. Um, the stories are something, um, I mean, for me, that's really where it's at. But then when you look at the data, it, well, it tells you a story too, right? It's, it tells you is a larger story. It gives you context, and that helps you understand um, individual stories better, right? So I've been, I've been really diving into that. If y'all have some resources, I'm definitely open. Um, you know, message me. Um, that will be cool. But yeah. Um, I'm seeing some things about, um, about people, who, how many people identify as trans. And, um, but that, that, you know how you, you look at some numbers and you're like, oh, okay, but now I have more questions, right? So with these stats that are saying, that are revealing that a lot of, of youth, are identifying as trans in some kind of way, and that's trans transfem, or trans non-binary. And, um, and you wonder like, is it, I mean, gender is social, so of course it's evolving. Um, so how, how is the fact that we are more open to um, experimenting and exploring how is that affecting the youth, right? Um, or is it because we are now more, um, we have created a more, you know, it's not perfect, of course, but, but it's more than before, right? A more open, um, more open environment for people to come out. Are now more people feeling comfortable and coming out? and say, you know what, this gender, this, this gender thing, it's the, the way it is right now, it's not really for me. And um, here is my spin on it, right? I don't, I, I, I don't know. And I find that fascinating, uh, but I guess it would take um, more research to actually get to the bottom of that. <laughs> Okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a shield for my mic um, because actually I don't, I'm not working with a mic right now. It's just my headphones Um, and it's plugged to an old phone that has a much simpler um, audio recorder. And if y'all could see me, I have a blanket over my head and um, two cushions to kind of block the sound so it's not like too sharp. (laughs) <laughs> can we change that? Can we... <laughs> can we do something? Um, well, yes, we can. Um, that's, you know, if you want to donate. And you can do that by um, going to ftnpod.com. You know, that's the website. And you have a donate button at the top. And maybe, you know, you can donate whatever, any amount you want you know, a one-time thing, it's not, there's no commitment, you know, there's no, there's no limit, it can be a dollar, it can be whatever, or, um, you can become a patron, and, you know, same thing, fgmpa.com, you have the patron button at the top, maybe donate, Uh, you know what, it's one of the two, right, you, it's, it's easy to find, and, um, yeah, with patron, you know, it starts at two dollars a month. Just $2, baby. And uh, yeah. And if you can't do that or don't want to do that, because that's your right too, <laughs> it's your coin, not mine, it's yours. So you do whatever you want with it. And uh, so if you don't want to, or if you can't, then you can do the free thing. I mean, come on now. It's for free, it's five seconds. You can leave a review, five star preferably. Come on now. And um you can talk about it, you know, talk about the podcast to a friend. You can um I don't know, share it on social. On the tick and the talk. No, wait. I was thinking Twitter. Why do I whatever. I mean, why not TikTok too? <laughs> I'm there too. Um Yeah. Yeah, do that. Share it and join me on fanbase and TikTok and not Facebook, Twitter, X, whatever, and Instagram, although I'm not super, super, duper active, you know, but, but anyway, I digress, what is going on with my brain, what is going on with my brain, I mean, come on now, um, yeah, thank you for whatever help you want to provide, whether it's, you know, some contribution to change this mic situation, because it's hot under that blanket. <laughs> Right now. And, um, or, you know, if you decide to do the free thing and share the word with your friends. And if you don't like it, I mean, send it to an enemy. I'm fine with that too. Let me punish their ears. So the topic today is visibility. Hmm. The pros, the cons, everything about it. And it was inspired by Bear Boy. If you are black and you hang in trans spaces online, you probably know Bear Boy, um, uh, my trans brother. And you're not seeing me right now, but I have my face in here. Um, and I'm not gonna like um like redo the conversation here, but here's what I have to say um about visibility and its its importance its um, negative effects, like all, all of it. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be quick about it, but, you know, I really want to start with um, the necessity of visibility or the usefulness, really, of it. I remember being a kid and um, not really seeing um, well, representation, I mean, that that's the key word here, visibility as representation. Um, there was n- really none, um, I mean, and I know it's going to sound problematic, but in the mind of a kid, um, looking for self in whatever image that's out there, it's not actually problematic. Um, And I'm thinking about (laughs) Shenene. I'm thinking about, um, you know, characters that were transgressing gender. And and I'm really thinking um, specifically black men who, Transgressed gender, even if it was for fun, even if it was, um, like actually problematic, it was in a way to, um, to mock black women. Or to mock a certain stereotype about about black women. But for a child. Who um. Who lives in um, gender discomfort or um. You know, yeah, that's that's how I, I wanna name it. For a child who lives in gender discomfort and who is looking for um ways to actually see how it could materialize um out there in the world, you know, in order not to be completely alone or um I mean it, I don't want to make it like a <laughs> like a couch session, but um, I mean, really, for a child looking for representation, if I want to put it in, in, in really like in a really short way, and in plain words. Um, so for a child looking for representation, a child looking for something that reminds them of of them then yeah, Shinene is not like super bad. Yeah, so visibility in the um, form of representation is actually um, amazing and I wish there had been more. I wish there had been something other than actually Shinene and and other um, ridiculous characters um to express this um or to vicariously live through you know characters other than that um that we could vicariously live through to um alleviate some of that gender discomfort or to feel like um you know something else is possible because you can't as a child I'm trying to put myself back in the position of a child and as a child you don't have all of that, um, all of that thinking is not very structured. It's just it's not even really thinking, it's feeling, it's emotions. So what a child wants is to not feel alone, is to not feel too different from the norm, it's to not f- be rejected or feel rejected. That's really the most important. So as a representation, um, like if I had, um, you know, Angelica Ross, um, um, Janet Mock, if I had all these people when I was a kid, it would have been amazing absolutely amazing it's that in, in in terms of, of uh, construction of self. Um, so yeah, so I'm really happy that we have these people who are visible. Um, at some point in my life, I was visible. I mean, I was not a star, but I was very visible. And actually, I'm saying that, but I'm back to being visible. I'm just not visible in every aspect of my life, right? Um, like when I go and buy groceries, I'm just, you know, I guess I'm essentially stealth, but um, online and in spaces, you know, about trans conversations, I do not hide my face, I do not, you know, I do not hide myself. I'm, I'm fine with, you know, people finding out, I just don't want the violence on the street, you know, that's that. But we can talk about that some other time. Um, But yeah, so in terms of of representation, um, I'm really glad that the next generation, the the generation right now of of young trans folk um, do have, um, do have people that they can reference and and say, hey, um, I too um, can be myself and have some level of success. I too Or even if we're not thinking about success, if we're talking about, like, young kids, just be like, oh, so I too can be myself. I'm just, I'm not a monster. I'm not weird. I'm not, you know, all of that other stuff. And, you know, when they get a little older, like, as teenagers, like, oh, okay, so I can actually be, um, um, I can be a writer. Oh, okay, I can, I can be an actor. I can, um, be a doctor. I can be all of these things, um. And be myself. So that's absolutely, um, that's, that's very, very, very important. And um, yeah, also, I can be online and just, you know, live my life. Like some people just live their lives, you know, some people, some um, trans men are, yeah, bodybuilders, um, some trans men. Are doctors, some trans women are beauty queens, and some trans women are just teachers, you know, um, like everyday people, you know. So, yeah, um, so on that, yeah, it, I mean, I don't want to ramble, but that, that the representation is absolutely key. <laughs> Now, outside of representation, um, visibility does um, create um, two major things that I want to talk about. Uh, It's probably more, but uh, today I'm just going to talk about these two things. The first thing is um, how visibility um, puts us, um, hmm, how do I want to say that? Now, if suddenly you you were in the shadows and suddenly you find yourself in the light, um, then people who never thought about you, who n- didn't really know about you, suddenly see you and now, now they feel attacked. They feel like you everywhere. And you're everywhere because to them, you're everywhere because um, they saw you nowhere. Now, um, the problem is that this feeling of having you everywhere, uh, and you know where I'm going with this, um, it's this thing of you are pushing this agenda down our throats. I don't know what they have with their throats. I don't know, their throats must be so deep. Anyway. so there's this thing about, um, yeah. Now, um, it's an aggression, and who said that? Um, for a person who is accustomed to um, privilege, equality feels like oppression. It's it's kind of, it it's, it's kind of that vibe, right? Um, so yeah, there's, so that creates, that can create in certain contexts an atmosphere where trans people are not safe because um, the visibility that we're gaining is also putting a target on our backs, right? You have these um, these holes, these dirty holes on the internet where um, people are like, oh, this is how to, you know, to recognize them, you know, like <laughs> like the aliens. They have their fingers like this and their toes and all that stuff. Um, I know it sounds um, superficial and it, sound, um, it sounds insane. That's because it is all of those things, but it's also very real and it has very real consequences on the safety of everyday trans people. Um, and that's, and I don't know if that's something that we can, um, that we can prevent. Um, probably the best way to counter that is definite. I mean, the solution is definitely not to go back in the shadows. That's, um, unacceptable because the value of representation is, is just too great, um, but a, it maybe maybe that's just my my thinking. But maybe a solution or a counter to that would be, um, more um, positive representation, right? Um, maybe less. Oh, I can't believe I'm, I'm gonna say that, but okay, I'm gonna sound like. Like I'm into respectability politics, but that's not it at all. Because I, I I always say that respect, I mean respectability, never saved anybody. It is not going to save us. Um, but if if we can also have um, representations that make people comfortable, you know, less sexualized, less stereotypical. And I'm, and when I say stereotypical, I'm not trying to down any um, trans person for, um, you know, the way they express themselves, because uh, we need them too, right? We we need all types of trans people, but in the um, in our collective, um, in the representation, it would be great to um to have something that actually resembles what we have in reality. We have, you know, a diverse, um, you know, di- I mean, you have different types of people. Um, <laughs> and it's the same for trans folks, right? Um, we have transness in common, but we are very different people and we express ourselves very differently. And it would be great to see that diversity um, on the screen to see that diversity um, in the media in general, so it's not so much about respectability politics. Although I know that it can sound a little bit like this, um, but I'm I'm not trying to say that we have to crap on someone to crap on a certain type of trans person or trans people in order to prop up other folks. I'm I'm not I'm never in the business of. Of crapping on people so that others can look better. Like if you have to do that, something is wrong. Something is very wrong. Right. So that's not at all what I'm trying to say. I hope that's I hope that's clear. Um so yeah that's one way I think of um, maybe countering the um this this mindset. But of course um transphobes will be transphobic. It's it's just <laughs> that's just what it is, um. But maybe like we can help people, like pull some people to, um, to us by showing them, um, not just a narrow, um. In narrow, like in narrow, a small piece of us, that, that is consistent with their narrow thinking. And the narrow understanding of our world. The other issue um, that you know comes with visibility, to me, is this expectation that is, you know, that is that that just comes automatically with, um, you know. Visibility and representation. Um, I really want to make a distinction between visibility and representation, right? Because they're not the same thing. Uh, representation um, is active, representation um, comes with a desire to be seen. And um, and there's something like practical to it. There's something um, like people can take something from it. Visibility is just a, I mean, people see you, that's it. Um, there, is no, there is no intention. It's just the fact of existing publicly or, or existing and being seen. But the problem is that um, a lot of people want to make visibility representation right um, but again to fit in narrow understanding and to um, and to maybe confirm biases that people already have so here's what I'm here's what I have in mind um, I hate this expectation that as a trans person somehow you represent the whole group and somehow you are supposed to um, educate people, even when they come with in bad faith. I've been in multiple discussions where, um, you know, we're talking about a certain topic, trans-related or not, queer-related or not, and, and people decide that you have to teach them. And they decide that your mere presence as a trans person um, indicates that you are ready to teach. Um, you are ready to answer all their questions, even their very personal questions about your um, you know your sex life and your um, organs. And I'm giving this um, this this specific type of example because I know it's disturbing and anybody who would get questions about their genitals and um, and their sex life would feel a little uncomfortable. Um, but, but it's not just that it's also, um, you know, the basic one-on-one stuff that people can Google in 30 seconds, um, that they want you because you are here. They want you to, um, make your life, um, a teachable moment for them. You are here to, um, bridge the gap between them and the knowledge that they lack. I'm not for that. <laughs> not every space is for that, right? Um, the, 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 that is labor. And of course, like when people create spaces to teach, to educate, and I mean, sure, you're welcome to come and ask questions. But if we, whatever it is, we're talking about something, and I have to turn myself into the example. I have to turn my life into um, the education material for you. Um, and especially, like most of the times, it's not even in good faith. Like, no, we're not doing that. We absolutely. I mean, I'm not doing that. Sh- I'm not doing that. Let me let me be careful with words here. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to stay PG. <laughs> uh, but I'm not trying to do that shit. <laughs> I'm not. Um, it slipped. I'm sorry. I'm really not. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to do that. The expectation isn't fair. And the reward is <laughs> minuscule. Minuscule? Minus? Minus? Whatever. However you pronounce that word is minimal and um actually most of the time non existent. Right. It's not it's not leading us to, to anything. So that's where I, I'm at when it comes to visibility. Um I feel like there's so much more to say but I'm already so verbose. Like <laughs> I'm need like to create actual essays. Like, you know, Counterpoint style or or a philosophy tube. Um, but no, I mean that's not my thing. I mean they have their own thing. They they do their thing and, and I you know, I appreciate it, but yeah, I'm I'm not doing that. So let me know your thoughts. What um do you think Um, visibility um, is good for or is it bad, you know, but what do you think about visibility for trans folks? Do you think it's a necessity? Do you think it's useless, pointless? At this point maybe it's not important anymore? Um, What do you think and how do you think is the best way to be visible? Um, And I'm talking both um, in terms of activism like public figures and activism, but also um, private people, you know, just living their lives, you know, just being um, cashiers, just being um, accountants and doctors, you know, just everyday people. Um, what what do you think visibility provides or takes away from the trans community or from trans individuals? Like, I, I want to hear all of that stuff. Um, yeah, so... Thank you for um, joining me today, and um, again, share this podcast with your friends. Again, if you don't like it, send it to your enemies. <laughs> boo boo. Um, and um, yeah, comment. I'll I'll um, I'll do a poll or something um, on uh, on Spotify. So please head on over to Spotify if you you know wherever you're listening to this. It's great, but um, go to Spotify to answer the poll. Or, or you know what? I don't really care. Um, you can also just message me. Like, in the show notes, you'll have links where you can just, like, click one button and message me. You can also send audio messages. And I do not share them if you don't want me to. So, again, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for Sharing? hmm I I insist. I know. I know. I know. And I'll uh, I'll talk to y'all very soon. Bye-bye.